Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Well, anybody who listens to this show knows that we have a lot of love and respect for Portland State football on this show. Vikings are 0-2 this season. They played Wyoming last week, uh, held their own 31-17, lost to Wyoming. Bruce Barnum, Portland State football coach, is here to check in. The Vikings will be at home this week. Home opener. They will be out in Hillsboro Saturday at 1 o'clock. You can get tickets at GoVikes.com. They will be playing North American. Then they have their conference Big Sky opener a week from Saturday. Cal Poly will be visiting Portland State. Bruce Barnum getting to play teams that are uh, going to be beatable in the next couple of weeks. Can I say that? Uh, Bruce Barnum's with us. How are you? Hey. How you doing, John? Thanks for having us. 31-17. Let's unpack that game before we move forward. It was uh, 21-10 at half. How were you feeling at halftime? You know, John, we had two turnovers in the first half. Never, you know, that, that's not us. That's not our mo. We, we. That's uh, one of our goals. Two turnovers hurt us. One down, and they scored. They had 14 off turnovers, so that's what we lost by. Um, you know, without that, uh, I thought we played a little at the beginning, a little deer in the headlights. But you know, by uh, the second quarter third quarter, fourth quarter, I said, all right, I like this team. You know, we couldn't catch up right right at the end. We threw a ball in the end zone. Guy, you know, trying to get it, we would have, we were down 14. We drove down the field, minute left, you know, fourth down, throwing the end zone. Guy, Cheetah, jumps on my guy's back, you know, before the ball. I'm, and I don't bitch about calls, but that one, I'm like, what is P.I.? You know, if that, we maybe score there on kick. We're still having fun with it, you know. Um, but in game, when we, when we play FBS teams, you know, Wyoming's, you know, they're a tough group, but they're not Oregon. Um, uh, we don't have to be perfect, but we can't make uh, mistakes. Giving them the ball, you know, close to the line that you score on that buried us a little bit early couldn't catch up are you superstitious <laughs> if i if you ask, that's a funny question somebody just told me i was if you ask me i say no yeah right so let's, un- let's unpack that all right so give me just kind of your pre-game ritual night before the ritual do you have like a meal that you eat that's the same do you have no. a route that you take that's the same? Do you wear the same clothes? Do you, what do you do? Well, uh, the only meal is uh, grits uh, morning of the game. Uh, okay. Uh, grits, how many grits, you know, and about actually this year. They don't, they don't get it much because the whole team doesn't eat them. You know, I'm feeding 150 mouths and pre-game, you know, you get all the brekkie stuff out there, depending on what time the game is. And I go right to the grits bowl and, you know, throw a couple eggs in there and crumble up a piece of bacon if it's if it's uh, crunchy and, you know, a little pepper and that's what I eat. That's what I'm, I'm used to. But I went to the grits bowl at Wyoming's and it was half gone. I'm like, well, what's going on here? Because it's usually I get like the first dip out of it, you know, and it's that nice smooth bucket of 
mm-hmm. how many grits, but it was almost gone. I was down to like, you know, the bottom when you see the bottom of the oatmeal. Yeah. And it's all you're scraping the dry stuff. I'm like, what the hell is this? Um, you know, I'll knock on wood once in a while. Uh, uh <laughs> okay. but you know, I used to be a Diet Coke, a soda pop, uh, right before the game, you know, because of when I guzzle, I'm probably, my gullet's probably different. If I guzzle Coke, I like to guzzle, uh, I, it has to be cold, uh, ice cold Coke. And then when you walk it out, you don't let him, you have to walk, you find a place where nobody's going to see you. When you guzzle it really fast, you belch. And that kind of gets me ready for the sideline, you know. But <laughs> I didn't do that this game. You know, uh-huh. I drank a green apple gator or something. It was tasty, but, you know, I'm I'm trying to get felt. I stopped drinking soda pop. Yeah, I know it's bad for you, but, you know, sometimes you need one. Uh, Bruce Barnum with us. You are superstitious. You literally knocked on wood last week. <laughs> You said knock uh, on wood, and you could hear you go knock, knock, knock. Were you surprised the ear thing went viral? You know, yes. we talked about the organ thing. It went nuts. It went bananas. I, that somebody, one of my, somebody from the East Coast texted me, a coach I know back there and said, Barnum, what the hell? You know, and then I had another guy, uh, one of my people text me does he does he wear jewelry is that why <laughs> and they're asking all these questions I'm like, i don't know you know but yeah for people who don't out. know you came on the show we were talking about injuries after the organ game and you said well i had one guy get his ear ripped off and you know had to get it put back on and then we talked about it and then the sound of that the sound clip of that we we tweeted it out after the show and like everybody picked it up, Jim, Jim Rome picked it up. It went all over the, you know, everybody on the internet picked it. It's the perfect thing. An ear getting ripped off. No one could believe it. And it's the truth is the guy just had like, you know, part of his ear detached more or less, right, just right. Like, ripped away from his head. It wasn't like a full ear was laying on the turf, was it? Well, no, no, it wasn't in his helmet. It was still there. It was hanging. You know, bloody. It looked like you know yeah. one of those old boxing matches from the forties when. You know, Muhammad Ali's getting pounded, and pounded, and pounded, and then he wins in the 12th with a knockout yeah. and all that. But, no, it, it was there. It was still there. You know, if you looked at it normal, you know, but you read the injury report, we get an injury report, which is probably a, you know, a, a JEPA thing or a, there's, I got a rule I can't talk medical. HIPAA. What's HIPAA. that called? HIPAAs. HIPAA. HIPAAs. Yeah. You know, I, I was reading that and it said ear torn off or ear torn or something. I said, Wow. What are you talking about? So I called the kid. How you doing? I didn't see your ear on the floor. And he's like, Coach, I'm fine. And I figured if he's on the phone, you know, uh, everything was square. Everything was still working. If he has a phone to his ear. Yeah, right. Or he's using the other ear. Uh, but it was based on it. Okay, so you play two games. You play you play Oregon. You play Wyoming. You're 0-2. But really this is about, you know, you made money on those two games. And... I I can't remember off the top of my head what you got for the Wyoming game. Was it was it like five fifty, five sixty five? And well, you got uh, yeah, you know, you know, John. I try to make. I wrote. I I write a postcard to my parents. I try every day, but during the season, it's a bit. It's tough. But yeah. you know, I wrote to them. I said, "Well, zero and two. I said, but a million dollars richer. So here <laughs> we go. You know. Uh, yeah. So it is what it is. Again, next year I told you, 
Um, I, I scheduled 10 FCS instead of eight, but you know, we'll get after it. Uh, I, again, I, my team fought through that whole game. That was cool to see. My team got better at Wyoming. You know, they got, they were better heads and tails than they were at Oregon. Um, now let's see what we can do. We got, you know, people that are, uh, we have a non-league this week and then we start conference, uh, that, like I said, and the rest are FCS. So, ready to go. Bruce Barnum with us. Uh, you'll get your home opener, and hopefully you get some people to show up uh, out at Hillsborough, support the effort, support the team. I do encourage people who want to see a college football game on Saturday, uh, get out and see uh, Bruce Barnum's program play. But tell us what you know about your opponent. Um, I didn't know a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. We didn't have a game. I didn't have... You know, we had some brass. Uh, scheduling kind of fell back, and uh, we uh, we we scheduled this game late. North American out of Houston, Texas. And, you know, and we play two at their NAU. We play NAU. We're, we're playing NAU home and away this year. That's how I'm looking at yeah. it. Do you They're have well to pay coached. them? Do you have to pay them to come to you? Yes, yes, we're paying them. Are you paying them a half uh, million dollars? No, not in, min, minimal uh, okay. to what we make. You know, okay. nothing close to three. Because, okay. but you know, it's they had to add a game. We had I added this game. I think it was I think the brass added it in June, late June. I'm like, what? Who's that? But um, it is what it is. We're gonna we're preparing. I'm probably we're probably coaching these kids harder this week than any week. They're like, what the hell is going on? I mean, because I'm not. I'm gonna make sure we show up and start hard, heavy, or fast, and, and go. We have to get ready uh, for conference. And I still don't know who we are, John. You know, I played two FPS, two tough-ass teams. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we go to a team that's a lower level than us, or, or two. And then we get into, I'll find out who we are two weeks from now, honestly, when Cal Poly shows up. I think it's interesting. I think I'm fascinated by it. It's almost like you have two different seasons that that are that coincide. Um, what do you want to get out of this week? And and tell me this: how how healthy are you guys leaving those two games? Aside from the ear. Well, one, I'm dealing with one situation right now. I'm playing a lot of freshmen, and one of my freshmen has a situation we're dealing with that I didn't think it would you know, be an operation, but it looks like it might be, but I talked to the doctor yesterday, just one, one person I'm dealing with, everybody else is great. So on the, on, in those regards, you know, um, I think we're smart, I'm smarter than past years. You know, what I did at Oregon, uh, you know, I, I've never done that before, but I think it helped. You know, I think now I'm going into a season healthier with a group that, uh, is, is coming together. So hey, I, I gave you that Oregon deal. I told you he was going to win that one, but I watched yeah, into it. I watched it into it. Holy wasn't that jumping catfish! <laughs> well, that's why he's in New York. You know, he can nix anybody. He comes in. You know, he's, yeah. he was a cool dude. I thought. The you know? uh, do you think I here, here's a theory I had on Oregon's performance at Texas Tech, and it's no disrespect to you guys, but the score was so lopsided in your game that it almost felt like that was Oregon's week one game against Texas Tech because I don't know of how much play their starters got in that week one with you guys, and it felt like they were a little sloppy. 
they had a lot of penalties, and I was kind of just wondering, like, did the fact that your game got so out of hand affect them? I thought about that because they pulled everybody. You know, he he yeah. didn't try to he didn't try to get a snowman or move on and see if he could score triple and really go viral on Barnum, but he didn't try. It, it just happened that way. But I, I can see your point there. You know, and I think they did. I think the Texas team though they learned a little bit. You know, didn't that kid run for uh, what a hundred yards? The quarterback. Yeah, um, Bo Nix or or Tyler Shuck. No, the other kid. Tyler Shuck. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's the one thing you know that they probably got from our from because our our quarterback ran a little bit. We didn't mm-hmm. trust me. We didn't do much against Oregon, but we were able to cut him loose a couple times. And I saw that the Lubbock kid ran for a little bit. So if they get that scored up. They'll be a good team. Let me ask you. Um, yeah, everybody always says biggest improvement week one to week two. Do you buy that? I do with the team I have right now, you know, we learned some things and we fixed them, you know, um, my deal here, I'm, everybody's different, it's like every job's different, every, everything. My deal is now I'm 0-2, you know, that's what I'm dealing with, you know, how can I keep these guys believing and, and fighting and motivated and thank God for my leadership and my, my older kids, but... I think every school is different. If you got a bunch of vets who've been rolling through it, you know, if a, if you have a bunch of young people, I think you see that learning curve a little more, you know. If you have new coaches, I think you see it more the second week. It depends on the team and the operation. Do the guys understand that in the first two weeks of the season you were essentially raising $575,000 to play Oregon, $400,000 to play at Wyoming? That's damn near a million dollars that will fund not just your program but the rest of the athletic department do they get that yeah i, I think they do because uh, everybody listens to you for crap's sake i mean you're there, you ask why why did the year go viral it's because you got all them damn listeners but um so i think they hear it too and lun you know he throws it all around hey listen to barney on Gonzano show you know it's like we gotta get some it. of your guys on the show i would like to get isaiah that'd Henry be better on. That'd be nah, better than why you have me on. I'm not going to lie to you. There's nobody right now. I'm afraid people are in their car punching the – oh, you don't even punch a button anymore. You know how no. you used to punch that button uh, all right. uh, yeah. to switch stations and no. light a cigarette? That's what they're doing now. I would I would like our listeners – it's no. Barnum. No, I would like to prove you wrong. And here's what I'm going to say. Listeners, if you're listening and you love hearing Bruce Barnum on the show every week, you may not be a diehard Portland State fan, but you just find him entertaining and interesting. Call in at 503-417-7575 and tell him that so he doesn't think that he's just on this show because, hey, we're having the Portland State coach. I don't do that kind of show. I don't do the kind of show where I where I just say, hey, let's have him on just because he's the right guy. To, if You're on every week because you're entertaining. Next topic. <laughs> Who should I have on? Who's your guy? Who's your guy that I should have on? Like, I'm interested in like Isaiah Henry, your linebacker. I think he's a good story. He's a good story. If you go from his first, we talked about this. We're at Oregon um, as if he's a freshman. I brought all the freshmen down. That's when that was his freshman year. Last time we were down there, and I punched. I called him in after that game and about punched him in the neck for some of the things that happened and. You know, just from seeing his growth and maturity 
and uh, his compassion throughout and to where he is now as a captain. He's a good story. I got a lot okay. of good stories on All this right. team. All right, hold on. I got the phone lines are full. We're going to put some of these people on. Uh, let's go to right Dan, and, Dan and West Lynn. You're on with Coach Barnum. Go ahead. Tell them why you like listening to him. Coach Barnum, I love listening to you because my coach, Arn Ferguson, was very similar to you. Um, a certain style from a certain era. I respect it. Balling with Barnum. We love you. I'm not punching the button and I'm not lighting a cigarette. I'm here for more, Coach. Bring it. <laughs> I love that. See? All right, let's go to another one. Daniel is in Salem, Oregon. You're big in Salem. Tell him how big, Daniel. Oh, I gotta love that when you talk about your ear being ripped off and it gets all the way viral. I mean, that's the way you're relatable. We can relate to you. We can talk football. We understand it that way. Thank you very much, Daniel in Salem. Let's go to Lake Oswego. Fred is in Lake Oswego. Fred, why do you like hearing from Coach Barnum? Oh, hey, Coach Barnum. Uh, I think you're the most real coach with the most honest answers I've ever heard in my life. I, I love listening to you. And uh, best of luck to uh, to the Vikes the rest of the game, the season. There you go. See? Fred in Lake Oswego. Yeah. How do you think you are in Beaverton? Let's find out. Mark's in Beaverton. Mark, tell him. Coach Barnum, you, my dad grew up in Oklahoma. I've got uncles that are in their 90s. And uh, if you remember the Dukes of Hazard and uh, Roscoe P. Coltrane, you remind <laughs> me of my Uncle Raymond. Keep, keep, keep them, Duke. And, uh, you know, it, I love the over-under of uh, how many times you're going to swear on the air because Judah <laughs> needs to get on the ball because yep. this one. I love it. Thank you, Mark and Beaverton. I'm going to keep going. Ian is in Park Rose. Ian, tell Coach why you like hearing from him. Hey, Coach Barnum. I, I love everything about you. I just I can't wait to hear the next story you're going to tell. And every time uh, you're on, uh, you just crack me up. I'm just busting up. See? There you go. All right. See? Told you. Wow. All right. All They've right. spoken. They, I need to get those guys some shirts. You know? <laughs> We didn't hear from, like, Milwaukee or Clackamas. I don't know if you're big there, but you're big everywhere else. You know, Woodburn didn't weigh in yet, but it'll happen. Uh, like, um, have you always been this Woodburn's way? At, you... no, Woodburn's at that shopping mall right by the edge. They're busy. <laughs> and a racetrack. They got a racetrack down there. How about in Washington, though? We haven't checked Washington. Let's go to Dave in Vancouver. Dave, does Bruce Barnum's charm extend to the southern tip of Washington? It does. So I live in Vancouver, but I work in Camas, and I see a customer about two, three times a week. Her name's Connie Wyatt, and her husband is Hugh Wyatt, and he says he knows Bruce. Okay. He was a he's a retired high school football coach on this side of the river, and uh, big time. Anyway, yeah. but I always All told them, right. oh hey, he was on on Tuesday. And comes so on on Tuesdays, they, yeah. They, they, like, look it up and and listen to it. Anyway, I do that. Thank you. Thank you, David, for sharing that. I love that. I want to go to one more. I want to go to I want to go to Eugene. Um, <laughs> let me see who's there. Paul is in Eugene. Go ahead, Paul. You're on with Coach Barnum. Coach Barnum, you had me when you told the audience that you send your parents postcards every week. <laughs> Good it. Lord, I love you. I live in Eugene, and I don't give a damn about Vikes football, but I listen to you on Jackson. See? There you go. There you go. What we need to do is we need to harness this 
and we need to funnel it right into Hillsborough Stadium on Saturday at 1 o'clock. Right. Now, they can need to Google map that deal. Of all these people, I'll take one more. Keith's in Milwaukee, because I said nobody from Milwaukee. Does he resonate in Milwaukee, Keith? Yes, he does. I want to say thank you to Coach uh, Barnum for giving my nephew, Nicholas Assam, uh, his chance and his break. Uh, we all wanted him to be an Oregon Duck, but it was the Vikes that gave him a shot. And I, I thank you for that, Coach Barnum. You're a real man. Love it. Love that. Thank you, you know Keith that's a cool. You know why that's a cool one? Why? Because that's why you do it. You know, Nick Sam was came here and same thing. You know, he walks in as a, a pup, and you're like, oh my gosh, and he walks out of here a man. You know, ready for the next forty. That, that was that was a good one there. I'm hoping you're screening these every time you play one of these though. Oh, let's go to such you're, and such in you're Singapore. Afraid. I'm waiting for some guy to come on and say, hey, you son of a, you know, <laughs> you jack. You remember when you did this? I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. But see. Get Judah I, on that button. Uh, you see what happens here. You know, we never heard from Clackamas. I am still working. Oh, wait a minute. We got Clackamas now. Logan and Clackamas, go ahead. Hey, you remind me of Mike Leach. Every time I listen, I love it. I can't get enough of it. Keep it coming. All right. <laughs> See? Boom. Mic drop. All right. All right. All right. How'd Next that, how did how did that feel? Is it time for Anna? No. Hey, I was nerd I mean and say, hey, you you know, you you piece of junk. No, no. I think what we need though, see here's the thing. You are um I think you're relatable and I think you're honest and I think people appreciate that because we don't get enough of that and especially from coaches who don't want to say the wrong thing, who always, you know, come on and kind of tiptoe around it. I think it's refreshing. I do think there's some translation that gets lost from people liking listening to you. I think we need to find a way to get people to your stadium. How do we get people to your stadium to see you at 1 o'clock on Saturday or, or go check out the Cal Poly game? How do we do all that? I, I don't know. Let's figure that one out. Let me think about that one. Think I mean, about that's that good. One. I it's do, because not... it would be great to have a half of them just come and watch my team play. I think they'd say, all right, they're, they're play their ass off. They play the game right. You know, they don't dance and dress. They don't care how they dress. They, they just play the game, you know. Anyway. I like it. Uh, Saturday, 1 o'clock, Hillsborough Stadium, Portland State will have their home opener and then a week from Saturday, they'll have Cal Poly in the Big Sky opener. There are plenty of opportunities this season. They'll have Idaho State at home and Eastern Washington at home. They get Montana at home in November. Plenty of opportunities to get you out and see a game. Coach Bruce Barnum, you're big time everywhere. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks for having us, Sean. But There he goes. I actually think you moved him. Stephen, A, he's superstitious as hell. He proved that. Yeah, he did. Well, I'm not superstitious, but I do this with the grits, and I do. But that. I eat the same thing. I drink the same thing. I drive the same way. I wear the same clothes for every game. I'm not superstitious though. I didn't burp before the game. Come on. Yeah, he was down to a burp. He had to burp before the game, John. Yeah. But the second part of that interview, where he, you know, was like, people are yelling at their radios, and the listeners of the show just like, you get it, listeners, you get it, like you're part of the show, you know. I I call upon you to tell me like is this is this guy working for you or not? You light up the phone lines 
for like a scatter shot, a perfect scatter shot of the, you know, from Eugene to Vancouver and everywhere in between of people going, no, I love this. This is real. This is awesome. I get why you have them on. So why does everybody else ignore Portland State? That They ignore them. Other media members, shame on you. You ignore Portland State. Why? One of the largest colleges, if not the largest, when it comes to enrollment in the state. It's a team that comes out. I, I'm biased because they come out and they, they uh, work at Camp Exceptional, and I see it up close. And at the end of it, I can't help but go, gosh, I wish the community would get behind these guys. Like, I get it. It's not Pac-12 football. It's not Power 5 football. I understand it. But, man, when you meet these kids and you see them working with other kids, I can't help but go, gosh, I really hope people show up Saturday at Hillsborough Stadium at 1 o'clock to see this team play. Leave it here. I think Bruce Barnum was genuinely moved by what happened in that last segment. I really do. Steven, do you get that impression that there was some genuine heartfelt sentiment? Like, I think he was surprised and moved because I think if you're Portland State, you just got beat 31-14 and 81-7 in your first two games. You probably are thinking, like, you know, there's some people out there making you a joke of you and, and looking down upon you. Yeah, you could tell it, it meant a lot to him just to hear those good things and that the fans are tuning in for him. Like, they, they, they're going out of their way to listen to those interviews because they are that good. That interview was great, so I, it really moved him, and it was it was fun to hear that. I would not just have any old person on every Tuesday at 520 to talk about football. Bruce Barnum's on because it's Bruce Barnum and, you know, Portland State gets uh, gets the love because of it. Uh, they'll play at 1 o'clock on Saturday in their home opener if you want to see a football game in person. Very affordable, good for families. Go check it out. We're back tomorrow with another great show, The Bald Face Truth. Not here for a long time, just a good time.